the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I believe.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. That's our news. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The Republican leaders of three prominent House committees are joining forces to investigate the Justice Department's handling of charges against the president's son, Hunter Biden. The chairman of the House Judiciary Oversight and Ways and Means Committees have launched a combined investigation into whistleblower claims of improper interference in the federal tax case surrounding Hunter Biden. They're seeking voluntary testimony from senior officials at the Justice Department, FBI, and IRS. Based on whistleblower claims, there was a slow walking of investigative steps and delaying tactics before the 2020 election. That's correspondent Jackie Quinn. The Biden administration says it's going to provide cluster munitions to Ukraine. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says Ukraine has promised to use those controversial weapons with care. This is SRN News. Brandon Tatum has lost trust. I do not have confidence that this particular indictment, none of them, to be honest, are done in good faith. I I don't have the confidence that they are not attempting to use political leverage to attack an opponent. The Officer Tatum Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. SalemNewsChannel.com is a news channel that's all about America and is not afraid to admit it. You have Dennis Prager, Hugh Hewitt, Brandon Tatum, and so many other voices. Check it out today at SalemNewsChannel.com. Your Saturday forecast, partly sunny for the afternoon, high around 80 degrees. Tonight's low, 56, with some clear skies. Sunday, more sunshine with a high in the mid-80s. It's AM, 1280 The Patriot. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, five days a week since 2002, bringing you all the news that I can fit in uh, Monday through Friday, sometimes an extra day out there if, uh, if, if circumstances call for it, which, honestly, I do need a weekend. Oh, because I spend so much of that weekend doing this show. Uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network going on its 20th year, in the middle, by the way, I should say, of its 20th year of dominating all Twin Cities media. And and by the way, I, I like to say that we are part of the Twin Cities media that is still actually doing the job of comforting the afflicted and afflicting the comfortable in this news market. You see a few people who are doing that, people like uh, Twin Cities Crime Watch on social media, like Alpha News, like Rebecca Brannon, who's one of about a half dozen actual reporters, journalists in the classic sense of the term, but let's be honest, reporters in the Twin Cities media who did her usual sterling work this last week, of which more in a a moment. I don't want to give out any spoilers. (laughs) But uh, at any rate, it was a big month for fireworks, I should say, a big month so far for fireworks. And Little of it in the Metro uh, official, of course, it's uh, for for whatever reason. And I think you and I all know what the reason is. Cities are at least large blue cities are going away from the idea of celebrating the 4th of July in anything remotely traditional uh, of the remotely traditional sense that most of us real Americans would understand. Heck, even most Democrats of my father's generation would understand 
the idea that America is something to celebrate is foreign to most of them. And and we saw that writ large this last week uh, as as we saw quite a number of progressives start off their 4th of July Independence Day messaging with uh, some sort of apology for, you know, you have to remember that we're all on stolen land here. I, I'm going to talk about one particularly hilariously overwrought example that if there is any justice in the universe is going to snap back to the detriment of perhaps one of the companies in the American economy that was giving woke a bad name before anyone really knew what the term actually meant. Uh, a, A company that was politically correct back before politically correct was cool. And then before it became as deeply uncool as it is today. Speaking of uncool, I'm going to play grammar nerd for a moment here. I did open up the broadcast as I've opened up many a thing in our in in communicating with other humans over the past few weeks by saying one of two things. Happy Independence Day and happy Fourth of July. And growing up, I I think there's a regional thing perhaps here as well, because I, I looked on social media over this last week and found that an awful lot of my high school classmates will say, happy 4th of July. In fact, I know an awful lot of people who are not especially involved in political ideology who say happy 4th of July. Now, there is a class of society among us, and I will refer to this class as them, who will tut-tut at you. It's Independence Day. Not just a date on the calendar, Independence Day. To which I have taken to responding, okay, excuse me for using a term that literally everyone in the Western world understands. I mean, in context, if you're an American saying happy 4th of July in a sense that you you do not usually undertake to say happy 12th of August, there's a reason for that. Everyone knows what you mean with either term. Uh, it's like saying happy June 14th to a French person. They they will say, what? Sacre bleu. Are you celebrating a date on the calendar? No, no. You're, you're pointing out that it's Bastille Day. I will take a moment to point out here that I don't. I think it's June 14th or it's July 14th. One of those 14ths in the summer is Bastille Day. And I took German. I mean, I don't know French. I mean, as you could tell by the accent I just revealed to you there, I know bopkus about French. I think it's bopkus en français. Uh, Anyway, so so sorry for using a term that is perfectly clear to everyone who has the foggiest concept of the course of Western civilization, not to mention American history, which is still... Just about everyone. I mean, even even millennials who graduated from public school and state uni- and and private university still know what Fourth of July means, or at least they know what 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 we celebrate on that day. I mean, it's not. I, and I'm informed by uh, Spencer for Hire that in fact it is June Fourteenth, or as they say in France, June Fourteenth. I think that's the French for for June Fourteenth or or Bastille Day. By the way, I've noticed in French, no matter what you do in French, basically you start off enunciating a sentence and you end up with a muddle. Uh, I mean, most things in French just seem to end in a sort of indistinct mutter. Again, I never took French. Oh, wait. Correction. Fact-checking has taken effect here. Uh, July 14th is the Bastille Day. So we'll be celebrating that. Well, I mean, if you go to a French person and say, happy June 14th, they'll know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, people who grew up in the traditional French school system, some of the people doing the rioting in Paris today or throughout France this past week, some of the some of the worst rioting they've had in recent memory uh, in a country that does rioting the way we do football. I mean, it's kind of the national sport. They, they still know what you're talking about, just as many of the people who are causing 
a ruckus here in America. I know I'm not talking about the firework kids in Minneapolis, although we'll talk about them as well. I'm talking about an awful lot of Americans who grew up in this society benefiting immensely from what this society actually is and has always been, uh, who don't probably, who, who may have less of a sense of what 4th of July really means, or Independence Day if you prefer, and yet they, they know what it, they, they know what the date 4th of July is. Now, someone responded to me, uh, words have meanings, to which I, an English major who concentrated in linguistics, respond, well, yeah, some words have many meanings, and many meanings have some one or many words. There is not just a one-to-one correlation between a word and its meaning. Anywhere in any language in the world, even German, is more flexible than that. So enjoy the holiday, Fourth of July, Independence Day. Any, I hope you did enjoy it. In fact, it's already, it's already come and gone. That's why I was out last week, by the way, doing my, my evergreen Independence Day broadcast because, see, I just used it interchangeably. Nothing to get dogmatic about here. Uh, and... It was an interesting week to, to, to listen to people talking, not only about that, but about the holiday itself. Uh, this is going to probably wind up making it into my next uh, attempt at a, an evergreen Independence Day broadcast. Is something that Ben Shapiro talked about last week on his podcast and on his show, which appears on, on our sister station, Freedom 1570. He asked a question. It's a rhetorical question, but it's a good one. What is it the left celebrates on the 4th of July? Do they celebrate the virtues and the vision captured in the Declaration of Independence, the idea uh, that the United States aspires to be a free association of equals that governs itself by the consent of the governed? Which is what America is actually all about. I mean, people talk about the spirit of Christmas, celebrating the true spirit of Christmas. If you're celebrating the true spirit of Independence Day, it's that America, United States of, uh, did the most radical experiment, or put another way, the most conservative experiment in human history, in, in governance, the whole idea that groups of people can govern themselves, that autonomous individuals with the same power in microcosm of government, just at an individual level, could pool that power to govern themselves effectively and retain the liberties that government traditionally has. And traditional governments, of course, being the king and their nobles, who have, the nobles who have all the freedom in a, in a monarchy. In America, in theory at least, and to a greater extent in practice than any other society in history, did in fact make every man a king and eventually every woman a queen. You don't like it? Check out what life is like in, 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 in Mali or, or North Korea or rural China or a good chunk of sub-Saharan or super-Saharan Africa, for that matter, or anywhere in the Arab world or anywhere in the Asian world. Heck, anywhere in the world that isn't Western civilization. That's most of it still. See if every – see how every uh, – how, how women – fair in those societies, see how racial and ethnic and religious minorities fare in these other countries compared to United the United States, which has wended its imperfect path through all of those things and yet done better than most. Disagree with me, by the way. Give me a call. I, I'm happy to entertain an argument on that at 651-289-4488. At any rate, Independence Day, 4th of July, take your pick. I... Uh, I bring it up because our governor seems to be one of those Democrats who have has a problem with the basic concept. Uh, governor Klink on the on Independence Day, July 4th. Uh, I'm sorry, Governor Waltz. My bad. Uh, on Tuesday, the governor or I mean, let's be honest, it's, it's the chirpy little intern uh, from McAllister who manages the, the governor's social media account, which largely means maintaining a catalog of selfies largely involving food with the governor uh, and and pointless platitudes that really are, are virtue, vir, lots of virtue signaling, which, by the way, may well wind up being the theme of today's show, the 
the, the, the left's facility at and incompetence at signaling virtue. Uh, the governor gave us a great example this past week. And I quote, as we celebrate our Independence Day, we're reminded that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness aren't guaranteed. Let's keep striving to protect fundamental rights for all. Happy 4th of July, Minnesota. Yeah, take it out on him, by the way, all you Independence Day pedants. Uh, yeah, that's what the governor had to say. And and he was right, in a sense. I mean, he's wrong about most things, or his social media intern is wrong about most things. But he was right halfway. Of course, the other half is pretty dispositive. Well, we'll talk about that when we come back, because it, it illustrates the things that Ben Shapiro was saying this past week about how the left, including Governor Klink, just really doesn't get what this whole American experience is all about. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. From Glencoe to New Mexico and Apple Valley to Napa Valley, Intelligent Radio. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Chanterelles, ah, oh, they're so delicious. This is Wendy. I consider myself a mycophile. That's someone who searches the woods for mushrooms. Little brown mushrooms. And this is Wendy's good feet story. It can be surprisingly physical to go out and forage for mushrooms. A lot of wear and tear on my feet and on my body, pain in my arches, my knees, my lower back. Wendy searched for a solution for a long time. Trying things over and over. None of that worked until... Since wearing arch supports from the good feet store, my back pain is gone and my feet don't don't hurt as much. The Good Feet Arch Supports are helping me have a solid foundation for my whole body, giving me more energy to spend more time out in the woods. And as I look into the future without pain, I see myself being more adventurous, joyful, and full of possibility. See how we can help turn your pain into possibilities with a Good Feet Arch Support fitting at the Good Feet Store. The Good Feet Store is located in Burnsville, Maple Grove, and Maplewood. Walk in with pain and walk out within 40 minutes pain-free. Call 855-554-3338 for your no-obligation fitting. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer, whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested. Don't argue. Don't resist. Don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now. Complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. Officer Tatum here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of emergency alert systems, keeping you advised on threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-448-8, both the 8s, all the 8s. Anyway, hey, Sound of Freedom appropriately arrived in theaters this past Tuesday, July 4th, Independence Day, if you prefer. We got your chance to win tickets at am128thepatriot.com. Jim uh, Falls, uh, Film Falls, Jim Caviezel, who you know from Passion of the Christ and Count of Monte Cristos, he rescues... Well, there's so many spoilers here. I'll talk about the movie later on, by the way, because I saw it last night. And it was, um, why do I put this? It was a great movie. And it was 
deeply upsetting and intense. And, and I've had this discussion with other people. It's intense. Someone says it's kind of intense like Schindler's List, except worse, because you know how Schindler's List ends. And, and in another sense, it's like the first few minutes of Saving Private Ryan, except there, you know, I mean, you had to have hidden under a rock for the last almost 80 years to not know what happened at Omaha Beach. Getting it presented that graphically is unusual, but you know that eventually we won the war because of what happened. There is no sign of a happy ending, at least in the first half of the movie. I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'll talk about the movie in the last segment because I do urge you to go see it. Part of it is, as a matter of principle, it's, it covers a subject that most of society, as Jim Caviezel himself says in the there's a little postscript during the credits, not a blooper reel, mind you, but uh, Jim Caviezel uh, giving some fairly fascinating facts both about the movie itself which by the way holly sat hollywood sat on for five years before releasing it which is unconscionable and the other principle of course being that uh it's sticks it to hollywood when you go see it <laughs> putting your money in a in an independent movie that is fighting for a good cause and uh is Sticking up a finger, a finger in the eye of Hollywood—that's it's—it's resisting, folks. It's boy, it's voting with your feet. That woke Hollywood leftist extremism doesn't have to prevail in our society. By the way, this is not a right-wing movie by any means, unless you believe that Christ is all uh, that the Christian message that is. Uh, very subtly but brilliantly woven into the movie is itself a, le- uh, a right-wing thing. It's not. Um, but we'll, we'll come back to that uh, because there's a lot more to talk about with that movie. It's it's an intense experience and not for the reasons that you get from most movies these days. Far, far more than that. We'll talk about that. Anyway, this past week, the same day that the movie was released, uh, Governor Klink uh, sent out a tweet. I'll repeat it here. As we celebrate our Independence Day, we're reminded that life, liberty, and the pursuit of, pursuit of happiness aren't guaranteed. Now, he's wrong there. I mean, he's right in the sense that, that liberty requires eternal vigilance. But the fact is, yes, they are guaranteed. They're a birthright. There's something you are born with. Life and liberty are something that every human being is born with, regardless of the government under which they live. It just happens that most governments on Earth today and most governments throughout human history have piddled all over that notion. They have usurped your rights to life and liberty, certainly liberty, frequently life. And the governor um, governor of Minnesota, the government of Minnesota, is no exception. Anyway, let's keep striving to protect fundamental rights for all. Happy Fourth of July, Minnesota. Well, yeah. Uh He's about half right. Freedom isn't guaranteed in that it is something that every generation has to fight for. And in fact, right now, this generation that's coming up right now is going to have to fight harder for it than any generation in recent memory. Uh, what would be the comparisons? Perhaps African-Americans during the civil rights movement. I mean, the real civil rights movement in the 40s through the 60s. That civil rights movement, not not the, the, the Robin DiAngelo Ibram X. Kendi, uh, Kendi civil rights movement. No, not not that. That's that's the Whiffle civil rights movement. Uh, but but let's go back to what Governor Klink had to say. Uh, we're reminded that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness aren't guaranteed. Okay. Other than what we've already said, yeah, you're right. Freedom isn't guaranteed, and Governor Klink and his administration, low these last six years, have proven that over and over. Uh, for example, uh, society might hypothetically have a leader at the top of a government, an administration who, I don't know, just to pick some random examples from the air, uh, arbitrarily shuts down most so- uh, social and business interactions and six the state's law enforcement on those who dissent. No, literally, that's what he did. That's what Governor Waltz did. He said he, 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 he bribed Minnesotans, tried to bribe Minnesotans into getting uh, vaccinated, and then he tried to 
twist their arms in as much as say, well, if you don't get a vaccination, you can't go out in public, you can't get a job, you can't, you can't, you can't. He, he usurped life and liberty more atrociously than any executive in the history of Minnesota. That includes, that includes the loathsome uh, Elmer, Elmer Anderson. Elmer Anderson. Oh, no, uh, Floyd Olson, excuse me, not Elmer Anderson. I think I just named like 22 governors right there between those two names. No, Floyd Olson, the person after whom Highway 55 is named, perhaps one of the most loathsome socialists who ever banged a gavel in the state of Minnesota. He was the governor back in the 1930s, and he he had he was like Biden in the sense he had, and Obama for that matter, that he had no problem whatsoever abusing government power to twist the arms of his political opponents. I mean, he was, what he did to the media would outrage today's media if it had been other than a Democrat doing it, of course. Anyway, so, yes, Governor Klink did his darndest to wipe out liberty while uh, under, the, under the guise of a public health emergency, which you give him a couple weeks during the beginning of the pandemic when nobody knew what they were talking about. Everyone, just about, let's be honest, just about everyone was going, okay, we don't know what's happening here. That ended on May 11th, 2020, when the governor, in during his public health briefing, said via his public health economist or Department of Health's uh, resident economist that, uh, no, they were not going to release the code that was involved in the model that predicted a best case of 20,000 deaths in the state of Minnesota by July of 2020 uh, and a more likely middle case of 70,000 deaths and a worst case well into six figures, by the way, by three years ago. The actual death toll was was roughly an order of magnitude less than that. Every one of them a tragedy, absolutely. But by by that point, by May of 2020, we knew that this was not the second return of the bubonic plague, that we were not going to have entire small towns decimated or wiped off the map by, by the pandemic. We knew this. Everyone who wasn't, I don't know, a Highland Park Karen driving around alone with a mask on uh, knew this. And, of course, there are people out there who still say, well, we're relaxing on COVID too much. Yeah, that. We may talk about that in a moment here, too, since that came up this past week, the whole idea of how you behave around people who are still wearing masks. Uh, this one's come up in my life in the, in the recent couple of weeks here. Anyway, Governor Klink arbitrary shut, ar- arbitrarily shut down most social and business interaction. He uh, sicked the state's law enforcement on anyone who dissented. I mean, Keith Ellison charged at any bar or restaurant or coffee shop that tried to stay open stay in business, protect its investment. Uh, You'll notice, by the way, they went after the Ma and Pa stores, not the big boxes, not the chains, not the Walmart and Amazon made money hand over fist. But if you ran a coffee shop at Albert Lee or a bar in Sartell or a, a roadhouse in Bemidji, you had a bunch of goons from the attorney general's office uh, charging through your door, serving papers. So you're right. Freedom does take some defending. It's certainly not guaranteed when you have a governor who maintains emergency power for 18 months, who tried to strong arm people, by the way, to complying with an untested experimental procedure on pain of losing their jobs, their businesses, their life savings, who hid the evidence of his mistakes and as time progressed, uh, turned the air into downright perfidy to maintain power, which, by the way, he used to warp the results of an election. He lied to the people to panic the gullible into voting for them. That's what tyrants do. And position himself with the aid of a compliant and docile media, for the most part, in a position of complete uh, opacity to the public. I mean, Governor Waltz doesn't talk with media who aren't tame. He may talk with Carrie Miller at NPR, who is his, or Esme Murphy at WCCO, who, let's be honest, they when the DFL says jump, both of those uh, PR flacks say, off what, sir? 
I mean, you will never see Governor Klink or any DFLer coming on a show like this to answer polite but tough questions. That's time taken away from sending out selfies of him chowing on on donuts or pizza and uh, and mouthing empty platitudes about, I don't know, freedom, for example. So, yes, the governor was half right. Freedom does take defending. It takes defending from people like him. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Yeah, Invergrove Hyundai, they have an amazing service staff. Incredible. Hey, I'm Javon from Megan. All in all, um, the entire staff is so friendly. I mean, you have young people to even elders. They really are like like good people. They have really, really good hearts. So Tyler is someone that I would highly recommend. Uh, he'll, he'll remember your name, too. <laughs> I have a Hyundai Sonata 2020. And uh, the services that I've gotten on there is uh, oil changes. We had to switch out the chip maybe once. And I, I probably had a, like a, a check engine light, and I wanted to get it checked on. But they never give me a hassle. They're just like, hey, come in. One thing I love the most about Invergrove Hyundai is any place you go, that if they remember you, then you're significant to them. Even if you don't think you are, they'll make you feel like it, and you'll feel right at home. Invergrove Hyundai's service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive. Open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays. Call them today or schedule your appointment online at InvergroveHyundai.com. That's InvergroveHyundai.com. I remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. AM twelve eighty the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch Berg, Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow. Jack Tomzak at three o'clock today. Speaking of talkers, you hear us all on the air. You listen to our podcast. You read our blogs. Those of us who do them, you see a, uh, on some of them on SNC.TV and chat with them at our events. But what if you got to spend some quality time with them? Well, the winner of this year's Terrific Talkers VIP Experience gets airfare and hotel stay for two at the host city. You meet him, the host you're choosing, and you can sit on their program if you want to. That'll be pretty cool. We'll also give you a $500 Visa gift card to cover some of the fun sightseeing and dinner reservations. You can enter daily at m12athepatriot.com. And the list of hosts you can parlay with, hang out with, is long and uh, comprehensive. Love stinks. I mean, you got your choice of Prager, Gallagher, Hewitt, Tatum, Kirk, Metaxas, Gorka, Jenna Ellis, 
Car- uh, Carl Jackson, uh, Andrew Wilco, Doug Collins. Sponsored by Save the Storks, by the way. You'll notice that neither Carlson, Tomzak, nor Berg are on the list. We need to rectify that. I mean, why not? Somebody could dream about meeting any or all of the three of us. What the heck? I mean, the fact that we are local means you could probably meet all three of us. And we'll probably take you out uh, for uh, a cocktail or a soft drink across the, the, the parking lot here at one of the two fine establishments. Three, if you just want to grab dinner across the street over at the uh, the barbecue joint that uh, advertises with us very frequently. So many things you could do if you want to just enjoy a Terrific Talkers experience with your local live Terrific Talkers, Brad, Jack, and myself. I, I bring it up not because it's going to happen this time around. I do bring it up because if there's one thing I've learned doing this broadcast over the last almost 20 years, the best way to make something happen is to pretend as if it already has. I mean, that's how we got on the air in the first place. I mean, how do you think a bunch of bloggers got uh, time, airtime on a major metro radio station, right? And then the Narn table at all of the events, I mean, that just happened because I started announcing it and people started demanding it. So I suppose if Brad, Jack, and I were to say, hey, we're part of Terrific Talkers too, feel free. I'm sure corporate would have words to say about that, but Doggone it, it sure would be fun. And and who knows, maybe we'll just have to do it ourselves. Maybe the best, that's the way to be, the best way to do it is just to do it kind of homegrown, the way the way the narn happened in the first place, come to think of it. Hmm. Thinking. Thinking. Where were we? Oh yes, uh Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve A the Patriot. Uh talking about Governor Waltz yakking about how freedom isn't guaranteed. And who, Nelly, is he ever right about that? Uh, freedom is not guaranteed if you're here in Minnesota uh, because the governor and his administration have been the chief thieves of same. For example, Minnesota is getting its thought crime registry. Now, the Democrats will defend it, try to defend it by saying, oh, it's not we're we're not using this to to spy on people, to spy on individuals thoughts. And and whenever you hear someone on the left saying something like nobody's you, nobody's coming for your guns or nobody's coming for your freedom of speech or we don't rig elections or nobody's going to be keeping a registry of everything you say, you have to put in a silent or perhaps verbal yet at the end. Because if there's anything the left does, if there's everything, anything they know that, that they know much better than we conservatives do, it's that incrementalism wins the race. Slow and steady incremental moving of the needle in your direction. Even even accepting defeats on the way towards those increments with the knowledge that that nobody's going to be able to undo the increments that you achieved while you had power, which is why the the DFL went on such a kamikaze mission in the the, uh, legislature this past year, assuming they will probably lose some seats, but knowing that there's no political will to undo much of what they did. Anyway, this is... So whenever they, they say... They're not going to do something that involves infringing your civil liberties, especially civil liberties that are inconvenient to big left's uh, agenda. You have to throw in a yet. Because, as Ben Shapiro said on the show this past week, it was a brilliant point. What does the left celebrate? I mean, they don't celebrate life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, government being a free association of equals governing by consent of the governor. That's a, that's a dagger at the heart of progressivism. They don't celebrate any of that. They try to slander it out of existence. They try to say, oh, the Declaration of Independence was a bunch of slaveholders, which it mostly wasn't, and there's some nuance to the history that is inconvenient to their narrative as well. But they celebrate any use of the power they get to achieve their agenda. Anything that is part of the American system that gives them what they want is there to be celebrated until it's not. So the thought crime registry, well, 
it's uh, they were they were able to pass it, which is a triumph of democracy. And by the way, it was passed by a Hmong woman, or, or authored by a Hmong woman. Who uh, isn't that a, a wonderful step forward for for Hmong Americans? The idea that you have a legislator who passed a piece of legislation that would fit in nicely with the policy list of the communist governments that they that their parents fled. Anyway, we're getting our thought crime registry, and so far, it's probably not going to be used to catalog your individual thoughts and attack you individually as a citizen and a voter as a, and as a human being, although there is no protection whatsoever against it becoming that, and, and the DFL made absolutely certain that any attempts to write protections into the bill were voted down on a straight-line party vote. At any rate, we're getting our thought crime registry. Now let's give some credit where it's due. Uh, I actually did find in a media that's full of people who will shade everything towards the DFL, I did find a relatively fair, well-balanced story in the classic sense of the term uh, on the subject. Bad news is I, I had to go to Grand Forks to do it. This is on WDAZ's new news site, uh, WDAZ Television in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Uh, the piece that I saw this past week covers the registry's background, including some of the fairly inspired questioning that Representative Harry Niska, a longtime friend of the Narn, and of course Walter Hudson, frequent co-host, our guest host on the Narn, uh, put forward. I'm quoting WDAZ here. The key moment that caught the most attention in exchange during a floor debate when Representative Niska uh, a Republican and Ramsey asked House bill sponsor Samantha Vang of Brooklyn Center if publishing an article on the theory that COVID-19 was a bioweapon originating in a Chinese lab would count as a bias incident under the new legislation. Vang said, yeah, could be, maybe. Uh, quote, with the rhetoric we've seen since the pandemic regarding accusing Asians of bringing a coronavirus, that's bias motivated, end quote, the first term representative said. So that can be considered a bias incident. <sighs> Now the bad news. <laughs> People in some conservative circles have floated the idea of, by the way, flooding that agency with reports of progressive hate speech, which, by the way, I mean, progressives, including members of government, including DFL employees, toss off hate speech like professional wrestlers toss, toss off brags and boasts and smack talk. They say, well, sure, we can we can file all sorts of things that Democrats will say and will render the system useless because Democrats alone would flood such a system. Sounds like a brilliant plan, but the DFL is a little smarter than that. The DFL sponsors saw that this was a potential uh, for the registry to actually be buried in progressive hatred, as any even-handed registry would be in short order, and clamp down the, uh, the, the guardrails just a little bit. Going back to WDAZ, Quote, in its final form as a law, language calls for the department to analyze civil rights trends, including information compiled from community organizations that work directly with historically marginalized communities. In other words, end quote, in other words, they did for what they did for the feeding our future money. <laughs> they made sure that only DFL affiliated nonprofit industrial complex members could participate in it. And there are no safeguards, none, after spending a decade and a half obliterating all rational grounds for the high-trust society that democracy needs to survive. We're supposed to just trust them. No, literally. I mean, that's what they say. Uh, back to WDAZ. What officials do now, right now, is community organizations such as Jewish Community Action, the Coalition of Ameri Afri uh, Asian American Leaders and the Jewish Community Relations Council and the uh, Council of American Islamic Relations will provide reports of bias incidents to the state. The uh, human rights director said it would have been more of a problem if human rights department could take direct reports of discrimination from regular schnooks like you and I. But with nonprofits and other groups with a track record of documenting discrimination being the source of information, that won't be a concern, he says. That's right. Nothing says trustworthy data like a partial list of nonprofits that are also DFL farm clubs that work hand in glove with the DFL in every respect. It's like saying, well, if we're looking to set policy on abortion, for example, we'll just take reports from 
oh, a nonprofit that uh, it, that focuses on the issues and is completely trustworthy, like Planned Parenthood. They're nonpartial. <laughs> Senator Zainab Mohammed, a quote devout Muslim end quote who voted for chemical neutering and abortion after birth, oddly enough, uh, should put your mind at rest. I mean, not at rest enough to be a DFLer, but at at rest. Uh, speaking sarcastically here, asked by Forum News Service whether spreading a lab theory on COVID could count as a bias incident, Senator Mohammed said she trusted the judgment of Human Rights Department officials. Could that happen? She said, sure, maybe, but added, they know exactly what they're doing. They understand the goal of what this legislation is supposed to do. <laughs> Every once in a while, a, a politician, especially a DFL politician, shocks you by telling the absolute truth that's sitting out in front of your face. The, the entire thing is, is intended to serve as, as a conduit for, for Democrat sentiment, for progressive sentiment into policy, run by and for the nonprofit industrial complex. Uh, you're right. We do have to fight for our freedom, Governor Clink. Go nowhere. I'll be right back. From South St. Paul to Southeast Asia and Little Canada to regular-sized Canada, we're where you are. Listen anytime, anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you about to sign an order for siding, roofing, or windows, but you're worried that the price is too high? Keep them honest by contacting me at getmythreequotes.com and I'll email competitive quotes your way. That's the number three, getmythreequotes.com. There are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again, playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real. And the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face -face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, SalemNow.com is the best streaming platform in the world of streaming, and it doesn't take a monthly fee. Uh, you can check out the, the great programming, including Civilization in the Danger Zone. Experts examine our divisive culture and offer plans to reverse our societal decline. And by the way, they better get on it here, folks. 
651-289-4488, the number to call. Should you care to join us? By the way, standing instructions to all producers say if you disagree with me, you get on first. Uh, try that at, well, Minnesota Public Radio or the, uh, by the way, who uh, I, I keep trying to get folks from Minnesota Public Radio on to talk about the piece that one of their reporters did for a, a national public radio program about the, <laughs> the 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 hidden threat that is Salem Communications. I, I really want to talk with, with some of these people about, of course, they don't debate people anymore. It used to be public radio people would actually go out into the community and engage with their critics and maybe even have a little give and take and learn a, a thing or two about each other. They don't do that anymore, just like the rest of the left. They have discovered... Uh, like, the, for example, the anti-gun movement or the Waltz administration, they've discovered that not only does debate not help them in any way, which is why uh, the governor was terrified to debate Scott Jensen uh, during the last election cycle, but in fact, engaging in any way other than a constant diet of selfies and platitudes uh, is entirely uh, all, that ma- all that they need to, to at least get over with people who are inclined to vote for them who, let's just face it, aren't the most critical th- uh, <laughs> critical of thinkers. At any rate, we're talking about freedom and, and how the governor was half, maybe a quarter right. Freedom isn't guaranteed. It is, in fact, guaranteed. It's just that only government can, uh, when government takes your freedom, it's pretty much inevitably uh, illegitimate. He keeps missing that part because, well, he illegitimately took your freedom over the last three years and was dragged out of it only kicking and screaming at the last possible minute. But he's right. I mean, in a larger sense, freedom is something that we're only one generation away from losing at best. Uh, and I, and I, I, Fourth of July reminded me of this. It was the 47th anniversary of the Raider and Tevi. And I was a kid during the bicentennial. This happened during America's bicentennial. Kids, ask your parents or maybe your grandparents. I don't know. Uh, it was the, America's 200th birthday. It happened during one of the most dismal times in American history till now. Uh, a time that actually, uh, in some ways, is more drab and and miserable than than, than the worst of our political culture today. And in some ways, is much better. But it was it was the great national malaise. And the bicentennial really was kind of a nice break during what had been a really terrible decade in American history. I mean, we had the, the, losing the Vietnam War. I mean, we did. Uh, the the de- Half a decade of riots, uh, terrorism, like from the Munich Olympics uh, all the way down to the greatest episode of domestic bombing in American history. I mean, the 70s had a lot of domestic terror. I mean, anybody remember the Simeonese Liberation Army? Give you a hint. Uh, one of their organizers spent 20 years underground and turned up in St. Paul, and the whole DFL turned out to say, ah, she's just a terrorist 20 years ago. Let bygones be bygones. And it, that's that's their, their original defunding of the police. Uh, there was also Watergate, uh, the Yom Kippur War, the oil embargo, stagflation, which is something that a new generation, I think, is going to understand fairly soon here. Uh it was a. I mean, if you've ever watched the movie Miracle with Kurt Russell, a, a brilliant movie about the 1980 Olympic hockey team, the movie starts off with that three or four minute montage of headlines and and footage from the 1970s in America. That, as Chad the Elder, one of our charter co-hosts, said back in the day, was probably as good of a digest of of how bad. Life in America felt at the time. I mean, everything that could go wrong was going wrong. And, and by the way, that doesn't even mention the fact that the Soviet Union hit its high water marker and was winning all around the world. I mean, not just Vietnam, but most of sub-Saharan Africa was mouthing Marxist noises. And you had Soviet troops just off the coast in Cuba. And it was, it was a, kind of a parlous time for democracy. And so I remember, even though I was a kid at the time, I was pretty tuned into history and current events, and I knew that it was not a great time for America at that time. And I pretty keenly remember how weird it felt watching the, long after dark, watching the fireworks from New York City and then having the news break in and say, 
uh, that this hostage situation in Uganda, which I had been following for some time, had been ended by the Israelis flying in and killing the terrorists and bringing their people home. And I was like, whoa, I was not used to this sort of thing ending that way. I mean, back then, hostage situations, hijackings usually ended with uh, either a lot of people dead, like the Munich Olympics, or the nation that was trying to get their hostages back, having to humiliate and abase themselves before a bunch of international thugs. And here it was on America's 200th birthday, the good guys went out and killed the bad guys and brought their people home. And the metaphor is not lost on me. By the way, I know people who say, well, the, the Israelis are, are not all, they're not always America's friends and they're, they're not always the, the people on the side of all that is right and good. Yeah, okay, fine. They're only the, the only democracy in their immediate neighborhood. And by the way, this was closer to the end of the Holocaust than it is to the present day. Dentebe was 47 years ago. Uh, which was 31 years after the last of the concentration camps were emptied at the end of the World War II. So you tell me who had motivation. 651-289-4488. At any rate, uh, I remember that all very, very keenly. And as a counterpoint to Governor Klink yakking about how freedom isn't always guaranteed, you're right. Sometimes the good guys, that would be us in this case, have to stand up, be counted, and fight for that freedom against those who prove by their actions, by their record as governor, that freedom is only as guaranteed as people who value it make it. Oh, yeah, I got a little exercised about that this past week, and uh, that feeling's not going anywhere here, folks. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Got another whole hour to uh, to go here. And the subject is going to be the bit of freedom that the city of Minneapolis has given away over this last three years. Really, given is, is being too polite. They've basically tossed it into the river and let it float on way on its way down south. More about that when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. The fun is half over. Ergo, just beginning. Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it when we say dogs are part of our family and there's nothing like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with Rough Greens, R-U-F-F, because we want them to feel healthy and be with us as long as possible. I know Charlie Kirk feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. I rely on my trusted furry friend, Mr. Briggs, who's an absolute machine, and he relies on me to provide what's best for him. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed Rough Greens, not a dog food, but a supplement full of vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, and omega oils that Mr. Briggs absolutely needs and loves. Trying Rough Greens for your dog just makes sense. Greetings, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black here. I'm honored that the Pragers and Charlie trust their dog's health to Rough Green. I'm so confident that Rough Green can help your dog too that I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, dog food is dead food, but it doesn't have to be. Go to RUFFGreens.com. Summer means road construction in Minnesota. If you're behind the wheel, work zone safety is part of your job too. Slow down in work zones. Remember, slower speeds save lives. Put away distractions and keep your eyes focused on the road. Move over when you can to give crews more room to work. When we all work together, everyone gets home safely. This message brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Transportation, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Have you filed for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. 
we understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. Operators are standing by to help you. 800-296-1553. 800-296-1553. That's 800-296-1553. Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. Watch the Michelle Tafoya podcast free on YouTube or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.